what is wrong with me? Just anyways. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I would just keep uh, it casual. Okay. Nice little New Year special. And oh. we're getting this. Hope we're going to try to get this up. posted today. Oh, for real? Or tomorrow. Okay. Well, I ain't got, I have nothing to do today. That's high ambitions. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to do today. So. Well, the cool thing. Oh, sorry. Well, the oh. cool thing is I've gotten very comfortable behind the camera versus like what I used to be. Cause like you may not have recognized the last time we did the podcast. Oh my gosh. Like what? I'm so shy behind the camera. Like that's one thing that like my smart whiz, like working for them has really helped because I have to hold a microphone and like, you okay, know, really. have somebody else record me. If I'm recording, it's like a selfie. I'm okay. Yeah. But when it comes to like, you know, not being able to see myself, not being able to control the camera, uh -huh. that shit. Yeah. I'm trying to get good at that. It's so. That's why we try to make sure everything is good. You said it was off center a little bit. We fix it because once we get rolling, we just rolling. Yeah. It ain't nothing, ain't nothing to it but to do it. I'm weak. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the great journey where we talk about things with cool people. I'm the one and only holiday season. You're here for a reason. And today we have a very special guest on the new year, January 1st, Kayla Cobb. I'm the cool people. Kayla Cobb was here last year and, you know, we were starting off, wasn't really uh, efficient, and we messed up your episode. So <laughs> we're back. I'm glad that you came back. You know, some people <laughs> just say, "No, nah, I'm off." But glad to have you back. How you doing? We're persistent. The devil cannot stop nothing. Amen. But um, I'm doing blessed. I'm excited. January one, and I'm you know sitting here with this guy. I mean, you know, just honestly, great connections, great um, you know, journey on the way in this new year. So I'm excited. I'm blessed. I wouldn't, you know, want to spend my January 1st any other way. I'm gonna be honest. That's so what I like to yeah. hear. That's what I like to hear. Did you have any plans? Did you do anything fun? For my New Year's? New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um, you can get into all. Well, I mean, what that's did all I do? A Shoot. combination, basically. At this point, yeah, because literally they're all together. Exactly. Like, it feels like they ran together this year. Um, Did I do anything exciting? I mean, no. My family and I played a bunch of games last night, so that was really cool. Um. Have you ever, what is it called? Oh, dang, I'm not going to be able to, fidget? No, not fidget. I don't know. It's some game on the Xbox that my cousin brings over, but okay. it's pretty dope. I love a game night because I don't have friends to ever do game night with. <laughs> so, of course, you know, spending it with my fam is, is cool. But okay. um, other than that, I've spent a lot of time with my family over the holidays. Like, since I've been home, one, because I work so much. So, during that time period, you know, I just don't have time to even call them. Mm -hmm. But so, when I'm home, I make sure I'm intentional to serve them, be with them in that time. Um, and I haven't always been like that, so it's that's cool. dope. Mm -hmm. I like being intentional. I think this holiday season was like a very intentional one for me and my family. I don't know why. I mean, thank. <laughs> I mean, no, like thankfully <laughs> yes, but like what, I don't know what, what kind of trend? sparked it mm -hmm. of just like hey, let's let's be intentional this year and be around each other. But we were yeah. around each other from Thanksgiving, Christmas, in between, like just kicking it, which that's was dope. Super dope. It's one thing I just kind of want to touch on because it's cute, but my family is super negative. So for those of you out here, you know, that might have a negative family, which I think all of us do in some light, unfortunately, just the way it goes. Um, but my family and I over this Christmas, this is probably like one of my favorite things. So I used to, I don't know where the transition happened, right. but we always like the youngest will always go around, like the youngest opens their present first and then we go all the way to the oldest. But like this year, for some reason, I think my cousin kind of started it like, whether it was socks, whether it was like body wash or whether it was, you know, like a hundred dollar gift card, I don't know. We would literally cheer and be like, woo, that socks. And like, it was just so supportive and so like loving and like, you know, the person that gave the gift felt good and the person that got the gift felt good. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know where it came from, but it was super dope. It so, sounds like a cool yeah. memory that can be like a cool tradition. Absolutely. I'm a, Hopefully I'm we'll keep that. with that. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that. Yeah. 
So, new year, new year, you know, resolutions, things are happening, things are coming fast for you. We'll go ahead and get straight into it because it's about to be that time. Tax season. No. Tax season is upon us. How you feel? Are you excited? Are you I am so excited. So, this is year two for me. Um, and honestly, it's just crazy how fast a year blows by because, I mean, literally, I haven't even had time to spend all the money from last tax season. So, we <laughs> love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm actually more than excited um the goal is you know to surpass way more than I did last year in my first year so um financially what that looks like you know to be able to have the impact what that looks like I'm I know you know God is going to do it so I'm very excited um ready to get into the thick of it conferences in two weeks so it's kind of the start of my tax season for sure okay and for those that don't know exactly what you do around taxes give them a little overview insight into the life of Kayla all right. So into the life of Kayla is scary. No, I'm just kidding. But um, so I have my own tax business. Um, I've been doing it since December of 2021. Um, and literally the best thing saved my entire life. I love it so much. And I know it's so weird because like taxes, like girl, what you don't look like you do taxes, um, nor why would you even decide to do taxes? But I kid you not, it's been the best business out of all of the endeavors that I've done. Um, the best business, but not only do I help people not only know taxes, help do their returns, you know, prepare and also do financial like strategy. Um, we also teach people taxes and help them start their own businesses. So I kind of do every aspect of it. Um, have an academy where we literally go through point A of point B of not knowing anything with taxes to knowing everything you essentially need to grow in the tax world because at the end of the day code changes all the time I don't know if anybody will ever know all of taxes but so that's what I do a little bit that's dope and this is year two so first year success but now it's time to pick it up a little bit we're looking for higher ambition goals what does it look like and with where you're at it's like a startup correct so you guys are kind of going through a transition of expanding this business that you guys I would say like from the ground up bootstrap almost yeah. right no How, how's that going through like the process of you're not a fortune 500 company you're not already in something that's super established yet. yeah talk about <laughs> it talk about it you guys are actually uh, going to build the foundation of what's going to be soon to come a fortune found like fortune 500 company what does that look like it just oh gosh it just literally every time I hear it it just sounds so crazy because you know like why did God pick me I'm gonna be honest and once again taxes is just the weirdest thing ever so we are one of 15 IRS approved softwares um, minority owned the youngest owned um, super passionate about honestly just impacting 1 billion families so that's our goal so what is our software it's actually um, literally gonna take a tax return anywhere from four hours for some preparers um, not me I, mean, I don't I can't do that don't take that long um, but down to potential essentially five to 20 minutes. So essentially it's going to not only just make the taxpayer side easier, but also the tax preparer side. So both sides for you, for me, for both sides of me, of course. Um, but essentially, like I said, one of 15 IRS approved software has been working really hard to do that. Um, software is not fully out, but you know, that's the tech startup right. side of things. Um, it takes time, definitely learning what it looks like to be a part of a tech software, uh, you know, tech startup, whether it be Uber, Facebook, Affirm, um, it's honestly crazy just to see what all goes into it. Yeah. Um, it's a different lifestyle. I'm going to be honest. It's different than starting a business by yourself. It's different than working for anybody. It is a you pivot 24-7. This doesn't work. You go to this. You brainstorm this while you're trying to figure out if this works. It's just literally, and you're doing it as a team. It's not just you. So it's like, you know, kind of just can be a little all over the place. But I love entrepreneurship. I thrive in it. So do you. So, you know, it's kind of exhilarating. 
at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as far, so we are backed by Google, also backed by Pharrell Williams and Coco Chanel. So super dope just to, you know, have people that do already see the vision. Um, along with like Alabama Power, we've raised um, over $2 million um, ourselves and um, went to Silicon Valley last year, April through June, to do, um, essentially it's called LA Tech Stars. Okay. Same thing, Uber went through, Affirm went through, Facebook went through, um, now we went through it. So and that was, I think that was around the time when you came and we had the episode that never got released, but you were saying we got some big things coming. And I couldn't City. talk about it. Yeah, I know. So I've been waiting for the day that like I could actually talk about this because backed by Google is huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then people know who Pharrell is, obviously. Um, super dope to, you know, be mentored by him. But yeah, it's big things. That's dope. That's yeah. super dope. And with everything you're saying, like backed by Google, big name after big name, you know, backing you guys. What confidence does that give you? where you're now mentoring people, you're now helping people reach their goals because you're essentially one of the leaders, like a pioneer in this tax game. Yeah, well, I'm very blessed to start at the beginning, I think is one of the biggest keys is just, you know, I've been myself through the academy, so I know what it looks like for somebody, whether they work for SmartWiz or they're coming in to learn taxes. I know I've been here for a while, so I kind of know, you know, each side of, you know, each side of the business. Um, but as far as like confidence, I mean, really, I've been able to feel it in my bones since day one. It's just literally, that's the saying I always say since I started, um, it's just something you can feel like, you know, for a fact, this thing is going to blow mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of when, and I always say we're the finance, we're the Microsoft of the financial industry. So, you know, cause it, whether it be bookkeeping, accounting taxes, you name it, like we're going to have so many AI incorporated softwares, it's going to. Like I said, I'll probably be bigger than Microsoft, um, just because obviously everybody pays taxes. Not right. everybody uses Excel, you know. Not That's everybody true. even has a laptop, let alone you know. But everybody has to pay taxes, so um, yeah. With everybody paying taxes and you being the expert, what is something that you can give to these people that are paying taxes, whether they're 1099, whether they're W two? What's something that every person, tax paying person, should know going into this tax season? Hmm. Okay. Um, one, it's never too late to plan, um, to get better. Even if it's August, um, I can tell you, you know, you can always change your financial situation anytime throughout the year. Um, but my biggest thing, you know, going into the new year is making sure that if you are an employee that you have the proper withholding taken out of your check. Um, of course, you know, some people need the money throughout the year. So therefore, you know, they can't have everything taken out. So they end up owing during right. taxes and maybe we'll get into that. Y'all, I don't want to, you know, go too far, but essentially making sure that you're withholding is right. Or if you have a business, making sure you're putting something aside and, or being in track of your expenses. Cause that is super, super key where a lot of people go wrong. The good thing is, is there's ways around it. Um, you know, I've done it for my own self, but it's like one of those things where, being organized is key in Texas, but that's not always the easiest thing to do. Okay. So, so staying organized is one of the big things and we don't have to delve too deep into taxes. Like if you want to get some taxes done, I've had my taxes done by Kayla and I'll tell you what, I appreciate you for helping me with my pockets. So, <laughs> you know, it, it helps out what, you know, April comes around and I got a little extra outside of the paycheck. So if you do need help with taxes, uh, we'll we'll put something in the bio in the description. We'll find a way to make it happen where you can get with an expert like Kayla and make it happen. But staying organized, let's just jump into like life. How are you figuring out ways to stay organized with the chaos of 
a tech startup. We can jump into you're in Bible college, mm -hmm. like yeah. a whole year. You got a lot going on. So how are you staying organized with life? Well, shout out to God for giving me the capacity uh, and allowing me to throw everything at him that is weighing down on me <laughs> while I'm in the midst of it. Um, but one Google Calendar, and I know literally it sounds so silly, but like Google Calendar saved my life. Like, okay, taxes did, but like, you know, in reality, I need a Google <laughs> Calendar. Um, but yes, Google Calendar and time blocking my time um, is key. It's, you know, sometimes it's not as easy if you maybe you have a lot of meetings or things like that where, you know, time can get ahead of you or, you know, run past you. But um, definitely as far as like keeping my life in order, Google Calendar is the one thing that like I would not be able to live without. Um, I'm definitely a, a notes person. I'm a whiteboard person. I'm a, you know, um, put everything because me, I think a lot of times we try to keep everything in our brain. Mm -hmm. Like everybody does it. I know I'm guilty. And then by the end of the day, your brain hurts because you're trying to keep a track of all this stuff. And then one thing slides out. But one thing that somebody actually, um, made me get into the habit of doing is if it takes less than 30 seconds, do it right when you think of it. Yep. And that is definitely, whether it be putting your shoes back in, you know, in the closet or in the box or, you know, sending that text because, you know, you thought about it, but doing that then, that way you're not overloading your brain with all these little things that you could have just did then. That's so smart. Like doing it now. I think sometimes like one thing I have a hard time doing is waking up. Like when I need to get up, I know I need to get up early. I know I got a lot of things to you do in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing I do now is like, Three, two, one, and just get up. Like, even though fans on, it's cold. I'm, <laughs> That's I'm so like, real. man, I ain't trying to do this. But as soon as I go down the stairs and then I have, like, this routine where it's brush your teeth, drink a glass of water, hit 20 push-ups. And then I'm like, okay, I'm kind of, like, up. I'm kind of moving. So but three, two, one. That's good, but let me tell you this thing. Somebody told me, so you said 20 push-ups. Yep. Somebody said do 33 because that's how long Jesus was on the earth. Now, okay. I don't know what his, like, <laughs> but he but he told me to do He's like, before you do anything, you know, obviously you can say a prayer, you know, but then hit 33 push-ups, and he said it gets him started in a different way. I'm like, you know. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That might be I'm good. I'm going to try it tomorrow. <laughs> I hit my like, 20 this morning, but I'll, I know now I'm going to be like, I got to hit 33. Yeah. For the Lord. Well, <laughs> not to get super big on a tangent, because you know how I could do with it, especially us talking about God. Yeah. But um, it, it's just so crazy to me that Jesus literally only lived in his purpose for three years. Like he waited 30 whole years for God to do what he knew his whole life he was going to do. Like he waited that, that long. And in reality, we're 21, 22. I mean, I'm 26 now, so I'm getting there. Um, what do you? But you don't have to tell. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we try to rush our life and it's like, you know, even Jesus wasn't, you know, like God took that long to prep him. Right. You know, like we need to be in our preparations. Too. Talk about that for we, we get in the tangent, but we're here now because I'm, I'm with you. What it what has because I can hear this from my perspective, like saying that part has me realizing like, OK, I don't need to have it like right now. It doesn't need to happen right away. So what has, like, reading the Bible, maybe the Bible study, Bible college, like, what has that done for you where you're starting to take these lessons from the Bible and start applying them to your life? Like, how has it benefited? Ooh, well, sometimes it's way easier said than done, and the Lord knows that's the blessing in it. Is He knows how hard it is to wait, or he knows how hard it is to be patient. Um, but, man... One, always just praying that God will give me something in my reading that I can take. 
not just reading the Bible, but actually, obviously, you know, we, we all want to take something from it, but sometimes we're just guilty of reading it mm-hmm. and just to read it, just to say we got it. But like really praying for like, God, I want your wisdom. I want your revelation right now. I want something I can apply today. Um, and it's so funny how you go throughout your day and then something will happen. You're like, Dang it. I've just prayed about that. And it's like, I failed, yep. <laughs> but you learn from failing. So it's so important. Um, as far as like Bible college, the, like, I've learned a lot more so right now in our first semester of like how to help people who are so like smart understand God. And because you know, like some people be so smart, they'll question everything and they'll try to use science or, you know, they'll have all of these things. But in reality, like all of these things just prove that the Bible is even real. Like, so it really was like kind of like a, bust your head kind of semester okay um just because of like you know learning about creation learning about moral standards and like how people will try to disprove creation or how who god is or you know who created i mean god is so intentional like and i'm gonna go on a tangent if i get into that so anyways (laughs) um but yeah just making sure you know like obviously praying that god will actually show me but move through me because realistically you know realizing every day that this life is not yours you are vulnerable Mm-hmm. also helps you to move more how God intended, I guess, for you to move, if that makes sense. I don't know if that was the right word. Yeah, because like a a realistic example, not like a biblical one, but like Keith Lee, I think, made it real realistic for me in, in the sense of like a Bible thing where he's like, yo, I'm just a vessel. And I think more times than not, you hear it and you be like, oh, what is he saying? You don't get it. But like if you're trying to find the wisdom and application in that, it's almost like, Yo, like, I'm just living in a purpose. I'm not the guy. He's not taking no credit for everything. Like, he gives it to God. So if you start looking at it from that perspective of, yo, I can't get what, uh, what Moses did, what Job did, like, what all these people, like, look at Keith Lee. Keith Lee is walking around blessing whoever he walks around. Right. And he's like, yo, I'm just a vessel. Like, I'm just moving in my purpose. And once you find your purpose, I feel like it's easier to bless people. Well, and that's the thing, too, is so many people feel like your your blessing to people has to be financial. It has to be money. You have to be able to give $100 as a tip or, you know, all of these things. But in reality, it can literally be your time. It can literally be how how are you. It can be a smile. It can be, oh, like a compliment. You know, I love your sweatshirt in the grocery store, like literally serving God and, you know, living in your purpose. Like we're all called to be a light. So realistically, that doesn't cost money. Of course, you know, the money blessings and the gifts and giving generously is a great thing but do you know do what you can before you can do all of that because yeah I went and did like a homeless ministry and um I literally like you know stuff like that makes me so sad and it was just me and I called somebody right after and I was like oh like this is why I'm not rich because God knows I'm gonna go give this homeless man a car (laughs) (laughs) so it's like but in reality that's why I will be rich is because I don't have it but like I want to give it but it's like you know we do the things that you know, just like literally like your stay goofy, like those lights on social media, being a light on social media, like is alone, you know, being able to be generous and like, like you said, or just, you know, judging people's food, then bringing a crowd to that, whether yeah. he tipped good or whether he paid good or, you know, what just, you know, just the content being able to bring people to their restaurant alone is the blessing. Exactly. Um, but I saw something before I, cause I know I just talked a lot, but I saw something, you know who Tim Ross is? Yeah. So I, this is not verbatim, um, but he was saying that we want the, we want the glory, but we as humans cannot handle glory. We were not created for glory. We were created for praise and you know that we did a good job, but like, as far as the glory, like God has to get that. And a lot of times we'll work 
to get the glory. But in reality, the only reason I'm sitting in this at this microphone is because the Lord changed my life three years ago, five years ago. AJ knows I would not have been sitting here, you know, but it's like God gets the glory for that because I wouldn't have even just been able to communicate it, let alone had the wisdom or let alone even just be the woman to have value if we're really, you know, speaking. Yeah, I it's guess. really like going. People don't want to go through the failures, but through the failure, you realize the success. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times with this, you know, topic at hand, your failed episode. Like if that didn't fail, we wouldn't change the light. I wouldn't have got lighting. I wouldn't have got a new camera. We wouldn't have got like the stuff that we're doing, a whole new setup. Like I wouldn't have thought of it. I had to fail through it because more times than not, when you succeed, it's like, oh, okay, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of fixing that needs to be done daily. Well, and even if you just look at like, like you said, when we started the show, if this would have failed with anybody else, would anybody else have came? I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. it about me, you know, but I'm saying just the, the, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like, you know, cause we learn from those failures. So it's like, you know, you have to take them for what they are and, you know, grow with them. I, it was something on Instagram, which I need to stop obviously scrolling so much because yeah, that's it. one of my failures. But I get so many ideas and so much stuff like yeah. it's hard. Um, but it was just talking about a, a glow stick that God has to break us the same way. The glow stick has to be broken to mm. glow. God mm. has to break us to glow. And it was like talking about how the kid was waving it around before it was, you know, before it was glowing. His brother took it. He started crying brother broke it but you don't realize you know in the time that you have the ability to glow but you are so complacent where you're at not glowing that you don't go get that break brokenness to then glow As and i was like oh i like i like <laughs> social media now i'm not saying i didn't like it previously but like i think there's there's an evolution of people finding god and in good relatable content like it doesn't have to be a old scripture king james <sighs> version of this is what God said, and this is what you need to do. But, like, funny stuff, like, super relatable. Like, I think there's one person who started this pick it up and preach it. Like, they were in, oh, they I were in the, her. like, restaurant or something. It was like, pick this up and preach about it. And just like that, like a glow stick, you can find the wisdom and everything. Any, oh, man, everything. No, that Save Not Soft podcast, that's the, she does that. Oh, that's the, the girl who started that does that podcast. Okay, I didn't know. She, yeah, she's fire. Definitely not, check yeah, that out. I'll, I'll show you when yeah. we end. But um, I was going to say something to that, but I forgot. So. Well, speaking of, you know, content and social media, I've seen you starting to pick up your content game. Wait, well, hold that. What oh. I was, what I was. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm holding. No, Go what ahead. I was going to say is, is yes, that move of God is, is, it is just literally so mind-blowing. I'm seeing people in their close friends. And, like, when people start to post scripture on their story, you know. Like, you know. Like, there's there's just a level. And it's like, <laughs> Like, my friend literally DMs me or posted something on their close friends, I think, on Christmas maybe. And then, like, the next thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this. Because he, like, told me God, like, had been, you know, digging at his heart. Like, yeah. hey, come back. And, um, you know, he, it would just literally makes me so excited that people that, you know, you think maybe – wherever they're not ever too far you know but i was just gonna say about social media I, it's beautiful when you see your content change yep. from like old self to now like you know it's all light it's all good it's all you know i still have a few things that i wish would kind of you know the algorithm would kind of like boot out my page they still trying to but it is it's a really good thing when you have the right content and you're following the right people because the moment you follow the shade room <clears throat> and uh Spiritual world, <clears throat> Justin LaBoy, yeah, get out. <laughs> Unfollow them. If you really want to be great, I promise you that's not going to help you be great. So that's just my little tidbit. Thanks.
But um, what was your second. question? I about think I was getting <laughs> into uh, your content. So like, I'm seeing you post, you know, gym stuff, Bible college, obviously taxes coming up. So you'll be having some stuff with that. Like, how is that evolution for you? Because I never, if I recall correctly, I never seen you like post the videos where it's like you're not. I hate to use the word influencer, but like you're using your influence to help mm-hmm. people. It was more so, you know, just a regular Instagram post a picture. I'm here and I'm there. So what's that look like for you now becoming, you know, in this content space? Yeah, it's definitely new. It's something that I've always wanted to do. But I have like, I would say, I I don't know if it was I cared too much about what people think. But one, I know the enemy had my personality in, in a hold. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of me that I show now that I'm still trying to show a lot. Like whether it be me dancing. Like I do not dance in front of people. I love to dance though. Like I do it by myself. Or you know, like whether whatever it may be. Um, so you know, like still trying to break out of that, um, of course. But like content is... One, social media, I know we talked about this on the last podcast, the one piece that we did get. Um, it's such a blessing. And it's like, bro, I just saw some lady that's a digital marketer. Um, the first six months of 2023 didn't make any income. Then she made over a mil just digital marketing in six months last year. And it's like, why? I feel like you would just be so silly to not take advantage. Um, but I've always, like I said, I've always wanted to do it. But being able to break out of that whether it be, oh, I'm so skinny at the gym or, oh, like no one wants to hear what I have to say or I don't know. I don't really know what fully what it was that made me, you know, just understanding that like literally content, people fall in love with authentic you. Mm -hmm. They don't fall in love with the stage stuff, the fake stuff. Of course, that stuff is cute. It looks good. But after some time, I feel like that just it falls off. Like people, like you said, this move of God, people crave value. People know that there's something missing. So why would I not use my platform for them to understand like, God is what you're missing. Fitness is what you're missing. You know, these little things like, like the obviously get better. So, you know, just using all the things that I've kind of held in secret, but finally like putting them out there for the world. It's scary, but, and it, it can be time consuming, but it's great. That, yeah. It, <laughs> editing is time consuming. I'll tell you that. that that'll do it. Like right. creating is always cool. I love creating. The dread part sometimes is just like editing might take two hours for a 30 second video bro it's the 49 minute of content for a 20 second video <laughs> that just and you just trying just to find a little piece sense. like <laughs> it's like come on there's gotta be a better way but gotta love content gotta love content let's wrap it up with this here what's the give us one goal Ooh. let's let's say we meet back six are you a are you a short-term goal person or are you a long-term goal person? definitely short-term so q1 Let's, let's okay. Talk. I meet you April seventh. I'm like Kayla. What's going on? We talked January first. You said you had this goal. What is it that you accomplished? Q1. Definitely um, six figures in tax season. Unfortunately, that. it's yeah. It, that's just that's Q1 for me. Q1 is always the. I mean, I say always is only my second tax season, but it it just feels like it's been a lifelong of beautifulness um (laughs) but yes six figures uh in tax season y'all i have seen people make half a mil with the tax business um in three months so just know you know that that is my goal um uh, yeah and then honestly though like that that is my goal but i want the people that i mentor um i want to see some of my people get five clients because I know for them that's a huge step. I want to see, you know, some people get that hundred like, you know, I did my first year. Um, so really seeing them be successful in all the hard work that they've done, 
that's where my focus is. But of course, you know, six figures for me would be nice too. <laughs> I like it. I like it. With this being the great journey, and we've we've talked a lot about the journey of this podcast, but if there was one thing you could leave with somebody about staying on their journey, continuing down the path, I'm, I'm, I'm setting up the scene for you here. It might be a tough one, but something that you've learned along your journey that might help somebody else on theirs. What's Ooh. something that you can give them? Um, honestly, probably. Oh, that's so hard. Um, finding the right people. And I know that sounds so basic, but like finding the right community, whether that be spiritual mothers, a spiritual mother and father, or a best friend, um, mostly people, you know, that know the Lord is going to be obviously always my answer, but that's just me. Um, but I know that that's what changed me. I know once I found my community, the reason I say spiritual mothers or fathers is because they've fallen in those holes that we don't have to go fall in as well. So they can, you know, guide us through that, teach us through that, um, you know, help us to maybe not make the same mistakes or at least, you know, help us to see, give us wisdom especially when it comes to God, because obviously, you know, that's the ultimate gift. Um, But really just having a community period that is the strength when you don't have the strength or can remind you of how far you've came or, you know, can lift you up when you don't literally don't have the strength or the shoulder to cry on. Because one thing about me is I always cry. So my friends know that I need y'all. And um, but really just have a community to keep you focused on the journey, to keep you disciplined, to help you hold you accountable. Um, But of course, you know, just help you grow because when you what am I trying to say? Um, when you go together, you go far. But, you know, when you go alone, you just go fast. And who wants to go fast when it doesn't last? Ooh, okay. We're going <laughs> to stop it right there. I appreciate you coming back, Kayla. Hopefully, you know, we'll do this again Q2 and see what happens. Yeah, come back from my six-figure story, okay? Hey, man. Remember, guys, the destination means nothing if the journey isn't worthwhile. I haven't said that in a long time, so I almost messed it up. Uh, Love, peace, and Afro-Grease. Make sure you keep something on your lips because I don't want you out here looking crusty. I'll see you.